What's going on, everyone? Hunter Doyle here from Philly Insider Podcast. Another uh, MLB draft prospect interview as we approach the draft in these next few days. And today we've got Dalen Lyle on here. So MLB.com's 80th ranked prospect in the nation right now. Um, outfielder from Trinity High School in Kentucky, I believe. And yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity, man. I mean, we appreciate you coming on here and, and talking to us for a little bit. And just congratulations on getting to where you are, man. I mean, huge accomplishment to be in your position right now where um, you know, you can either head to college at Louisville or you can go into the draft this upcoming year and sign. So just tell us a little bit about how you're doing, man, and how everything's been going with the draft. Everything's been going well. I mean, I'm working each and every day. I mean, just these next few days, it's going to be something special. And it's just a crazy process that I've been through. But it's a awesome journey. So I wouldn't have it no other way. Awesome to hear it, man. So Let's talk a little bit about you. I mean, obviously, every player has a different journey to the draft, right? Different upbringing, uh, different childhood baseball experience and all that. So talk to us a little bit about just how you got into baseball, um, you know, kind of your your journey to where you are now um, and just all the hard work that's been put in, man. Yeah, so uh, when I was three years old, I started to play baseball. I actually watched uh, my brother a lot playing baseball growing up around him in the diamond. I mean, that's how I picked up hitting on the left side because he's all natural lefty. So I was like, hey, I want to hit on the left side just like him. And I thought that was the right way to do it. And uh, just throughout my travel ball career, I would always play local. And then once I got my first offer to Indiana, I committed in the eighth grade. And uh, that's when I decided I wanted to go on a national circuit for more exposure. And that just changed my whole mindset about my work ethic and just how much I want to do baseball, like when I get older and what I wanted out of it. So, I mean, after that, my travel ball career just took off playing with the Doolins Dodgers when I committed eighth third year. And then after that, I was playing for the Canes National. So that's even more exposure. And then now I'm in this process. So I'm blessed and I wouldn't have it no other way. Awesome, man. So glad to hear that. I mean, and you talked about a little bit about um, playing in Kentucky and all that, which I mentioned too. Um, so you're, I mean, you just turned 18 last November, I believe. And yes. now you are, you know, you just finished your last high school season. Um, you graduated, I believe. And then, you know, you're expected to either get picked in the top 100 or go to Louisville now, as I mentioned, which I mean, just to be in your position again at your age, um, all these guys, all these high school guys, it's, it really is surreal. I mean, NBA, it's also surreal with all these guys coming out of high school. Um, but yeah, just to be in your position, man, how rewarding is it to see, you know, kind of the product of all your hard work for all these years um, kind of pay off to where you're in this position? Like, how, how cool is it to see that? And how special has it been um, to kind of talk to MLB teams as well as talk to, like you said, you had the offer from Indiana. Um, now you're committed to Louisville. Talk to all these college recruits and everything and just be part of that process. I mean, it's an awesome process. I mean, just it really shows all my hard work and dedication and everything that I sacrificed is finally paying off. But, I mean, the cherry on top is just to hear my name called uh, either tomorrow or these next few days. So, I mean, I work really hard. I mean, just I go six days out of the week and I go for three plus hours like this. I eat, uh, sleep and breathe baseball 24-7. This is what I want to do. So just this process from going to college and being well-known and then just talking to college coaches to now actually being able to talk to MLB scouts is just a dream come true. 
Definitely. I mean, just talking about it. I mean, you're leaving, like I said, graduated high school. Now all these guys, like you're leaving Trinity. And I mean, that's, that's gotta be, that's gonna be tough. I mean, a lot of memories I'm sure there um, at, with, with teammates, with coaches, I'm sure just as a student too, um, just being in high school with all your buddies and everything. And you're going to be playing in, you know, if you sign, you'll be playing in low A ball in a few months. So just talk a little bit about, you know, being at Trinity, um, how special that experience has been from your coaches to your teammates and what you'll kind of remember from your time there, both as a baseball player and as a student. So when I was younger, I was always a public school kid and my brother went to uh, a school called St. Xavier and that's our rival for high school. And I wanted the same opportunity as him, like education wise and athletic wise. So I chose Trinity and I cannot complain. It was the best four years of my life. Like all the memories that I have with my teammates, but also students there is just a brotherhood that I'll never forget. And just little things that I learned from my coaches, just I will take on for a while. And then also just the memories on the baseball field with my teammates was amazing, especially this year winning our first state title ever. Yeah, you, you talked about, it. I mean, just the camaraderie between all the guys. I mean, I, I played more for fun, like on a single eye high school team, never really had aspirations of playing professional ball or anything, but you know, just being, being around a group of guys like that and working towards the same goal, um, you get close, you develop relationships with the coaches and with your teammates and everything. And it really is, there's nothing more special than being on a baseball team competing out there. Um, you know, more days than not every day out of the week and just being at practice, getting better with everyone. So it's cool to hear, man. And going off of that, let's let's talk about a little bit about your play style now. So first with um, you at the plate, you know, left-handed hitter, very smooth swing. Um, you know, you're kind of known for, at least from what I've heard, being able to spray every part of the field, which is such an important skill in today's game with, you know, all these shifts and everything. Um, so talk a little bit about just your strengths as a hitter, whether it's your, your confidence, like pitch recognition, just sound mechanics. What are kind of your strengths at the plate that you, you bring to the table? I mean, I would say everything at the plate for me is a strength. I mean, just kind of person I am, and I, like, work on hitting a lot just to master my craft. So, mm -hmm. I mean, just my hands, I feel like that's very fast. My eyes really good. I know I have a good knowledge of the strike zone. Play coverage is really good. So, I mean, everything at the plate is a strength for me. Mm -hmm. Great to hear. I mean, today with baseball, like, with spin rates and velocity and uptick and just, I mean, pitch sequencing in general has just gotten crazy because you might have a guy who on paper throws a slider, but it might look like more of a slurf some of the times. And, you know, mm -hmm. pitchers can really manipulate their stuff these days. So it, it hitting a baseball has become, you know, it's always been, it's never been easy, but it's become even more difficult, I think in the, in the modern uh, era. So just talk about like your approach at the plate, like how you attack each at bat, like, at bats where you go first pitch swinging or, you know, how you kind of like attack each sequence and, you know, just studying up on pitchers and all that. Cause I'm sure that's, that gets more, you know, you get more mature in that as you get through, um, you know, you get older with, with baseball. So. So actually this season was actually the first time I actually studied pitchers that we were going to face. I would look them up and actually study them, see if they did anything different or mechanics with certain pitches. And then I would go and, at the plate and just had the same approach I've been having ever since I was little, just keep it simple, do what's best for me and just see ball, hit ball. If it's anywhere close in the zone, I'm be aggressive because pitchers now these days have good mixture. 
and I don't want to waste no time. And yeah, that's basically my approach. My approach is very simple and I just want to hit the ball hard and I don't care where it goes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why you got that perfect game shirt on there. I mean, all those guys with that approach gets, get selected to go there. So um, going off of that, I mean, we talked a little bit about your bat now. So let's talk about the outfield. Like what are your kind of your strengths out there? Like from your range, like how, how much ground you can cover um, just getting a good, a good jump and taking a good route to the ball. Like what do you kind of bring to the table as an outfielder as well? As an outfielder, I bring speed. Like I feel like I can cover a lot of ground. My footwork's pretty good. My glove's pretty good. I just – the main thing is arm strength. That's the thing I need to work on, and that's the way a lot of people knock for me. I mean, I, it's getting better each and every day, but, I mean, it could get a little better. So, I mean, that's just the main thing I would say is, like, something I'm lacking, but not really. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what, that's what my next question was, because I know a lot of scouts have talked about that coming into the draft this year. So – do you think that, do you think, would you be open to a position change if asked to, or do you think you're going to be able to get your arm to where it needs to be as you progress through um, the, the minor leagues, or if you go the college route too, to where it's not really going to be an issue anymore and you're going to be able to overcome that? I mean, if they need me to play a different position, I will, because I'm open for it and I like to try new things in any way possible I can help the team. But I mean, just me, I can always see myself as an outfielder and I can develop as an outfielder, just every aspect in the outfield. Definitely. Hey, perfect answer there. Um, always open to, to help the team out in whatever capacity you can. So going off of that, we've, we've talked a lot about your play style now as an outfielder, kind of as a hitter. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, this isn't as big of a part of the game that people talk about as much, but just base running, like the importance of being a smart base runner, noticing little things like, the pitcher has, you know, a little bit of a longer, a longer um, delivery out of the stretch some of the time. So you can swipe a bag, maybe getting a good jump, even if it's just reading a ball that goes in the outfield the correct way with one out and, you know, not being held up and knowing that it's going to drop stuff like that. So me, I like trust my speed because I feel like I have very above average speed. And a lot of people say that, but I mean, just the jumps I get is really important because I mean, I get pretty big leads because I'm just confident in my base running. But, I mean, I open my front foot a little bit, so it's easier for me to take a bag. And I like to look at the outfield, see where they're playing, because if there's a ball that's not hit hard or far and, I can, if, and I'm on first base and I can take third, I'm going to take it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's a lot of things. You got to keep your head on a swivel and be, be aware and ready to make the right move at all times because – even the big league, sometimes you'll see guys get caught lack and just talking to the first baseman, talking to the third base, and sometimes getting a little too lax. So um, always got to keep your head on a swivel and be focused. So it's good to hear. And um, talking about, we've talked about your whole play style, like I said. So you talk about the arm. Any other things that you're really looking on, like you're really working on right now to improve as you take the next step? Like what are some of the big aspects of your game that you feel you want to work on? Everything, because I have, can feel like I can develop even more and just become a better overall player if I just keep working at the little things. Like, I feel like I haven't even reached the, like, potential that I can be. And that's kind of, like, scary to say because I'm just very confident in my game. And I feel like if I develop more and work on things here and there, it's just going to make me a better player. Hey, that's the mindset you got to have going into the professional professional leagues and all that because – always something you can be working on i mean i know a lot of guys a lot of guys can get 
get a little relaxed once they get drafted. But it sounds like you, you know, you understand that there, there is a lot more work left to do. Like this is just the mm-hmm. stepping stone to um, getting to that point. So this is just one step in the process. But um, going off of that, I mean, talking about the big leagues a little bit, are there any, any big league outfielders who, you know, I know you play a lot of baseball, obviously, so it's, it's tough to find time to watch it as well, but any big league outfielders who you really look at and say, like, I really want to, I really want to kind of model, not model your game after them because everyone's game is different, but I want to take like this little thing from that. Like any, any guys who you try to kind of try to pick like bits and pieces of their game and implement into your own. I mean, like you said, I don't like to model my game after anybody else. I just like to do me. But I take little things here and there to, like, learn from and just, like, get better at what they're doing. Like, my all-time favorite player is Ken Griffey Jr., and I watch him swing a bat because on the left side, he's just very simple, and it's a very smooth level swing. He, It's the same swing every time, no matter where the pitch is. So I take, like, bits and pieces here and there, and then, like this generation, I would say Mookie Betts. I like to take stuff from the outfield because he's not a big guy and I'm not a big guy myself. And I'd like take bits and pieces of his footwork or his like angles towards balls or uh, just like his arm strength. It's ridiculous for his size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he really is something else. Mookie is, Mookie is a treasure to the MLB. And talking about Ken Griffey, like funny story. Back when I was really little, when he was on the Reds, I went to a Phillies game and me and my dad, and he was – he was at 599 home runs on his career and we were like really hoping he was going to hit 600 and in the ninth inning he hit one to the warning track didn't go out though so um tough tough to watch that but was still I mean like you said same swing every time that's something that um a lot of young guys struggle with like just having making sure they don't um don't over adjust or anything making sure you keep your hands Mm -hmm. back and all that like getting that foot down is so important too um, just right. things like that that you can take from Ken Griffey and, he, and Mookie Betts, like you said, like don't want to take anything away from Mookie. He's, he is unreal, just what he can do again. Like you said, at his size, just guys like him, Altuve, um, really impressive to see what they do. But going off of that, I know you've faced, you've probably been in a lot of showcases at this point. So are there any, any pitchers? I mean, you kind of have to go up there thinking like everyone's faceless, but any pitchers that really stick out that you've faced so far that you're like, man, like he was almost impossible to hit. So I would say on the right side, it would be Chase Petty. Actually, yep. I was hearing his name a lot. And for me to actually face it, it was awesome because I've never seen anything that fast before. But also just the different mixtures he had and that we were playing late at night. So it's still pretty hard to hit him. But I mean, just his arm action is very funky. He, his ball runs a lot and it runs away from me, which is rare from a right hand pitcher. Hmm. And but I got a little piece off him, but the center fielder, he runs like a 6'2". So, I mean, I barreled it up and I put the bow on the ball. So, uh, yeah. then on the left side, I would have to say Carter Holton. He's like one of the best left-hand pitchers in the class, I think. Just he's a small guy and he hides the ball, ball very well. It's hard to pick up his window because lefty on lefty is tough, but yeah. his mixtures are just crazy too. And if you – Put the glove where, like, the catcher wants it. He'll throw it there. Hmm. Hey, that deception, I mean, just hide, being able to hide the ball. I was talking to someone else about it the other day. Like, I, I believe I was watching the Phillies game, and um, a couple, one guy was, like, tipping their pitches even up there. So, uh, you know, if you can learn that at a young age, that's huge as a pitcher. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, Chase Petty, like, 
he's um he's he's kind of a regional guy. I think he's from New Jersey, not far from me. So you know, I've been hearing his name a little bit too. Um, so I bet I bet he's definitely tough to face. And going off of that, um, just one more thing, I, I want to let you go because I know you're a busy guy, probably um getting some rest tonight and getting ready for a big few days ahead. So I don't want to hold you here too long. But one last question, man. As you go into the draft process, I and mean, you you know you've talked to scouts. Um, what's kind of your message if you could say like one more thing to all these 32 teams who are thinking about taking Daylon Lyle in um, in the MLB draft this year? What are they getting? Like, what's kind of your message that you would leave them with? They're getting a leader, someone that helps out their teammates on and off the field, uh, a competitor, someone that just doesn't like to lose. I mean, I hate losing. I I just can't stand it. But and then also someone that works hard just will do anything for their team, but also will do anything for themselves to get better and get to where they need to be. And just a guy that's very humble on and off the field love and that, doesn't man. just doesn't look down on anybody. Yeah. Love that, man. I love that. I love that you started off with leader. Cause I don't hear, I don't hear too many guys say that um, when I talk to them. So that's, I mean, that's just a big quality to have no matter where you go as a professional baseball player, college baseball player, and just in life, man. I mean, wherever you end up um, post baseball career, I mean, it's, that's just going to be important to have and, and just to carry yourself like that. So just want to commend mm -hmm. you on that. And Hey, I'm excited to see where you end up um, these next few days. I'm really looking forward to it. Maybe my Phillies will take you. That would be awesome, but um, you know, can't control that. So, Hey, going to be cheering you on and anything you want to say before we sign off, man. Just never take anything for granted. Give 110% everything you do, sports or not. Love that, man. Great message to leave everyone with. So thank you all for watching. Appreciate you guys for all the support. And we will see you guys later. Peace out. Appreciate it.